guys, welcome to Operation Brewery, episode number five. It's been a while since the last episode. We've had a lot of stuff going on. We like to refer to Black Ops as the least covert operation in brewing, but over the last six months, we've been very covert. We've had a little special operation going on, and that has been brewing a beer with the biggest entertainment brand on earth, Call of Duty. It's just one of those crazy things that happens this week in the podcast, we're going to delve into the detail of how it came about, and we've got a Q&A from the people in our audience who've thrown questions at us, and we're going to answer those questions. Let's start with how this thing came to be. Eddie, Dan and I are all mates. We've known each other for quite a few years now. I'd been working at a local brewery, and we got together and had a conversation about brewing some beer at home, and uh, one thing led to another, and before we knew it, we were starting a brewery. Anyone who knows us knows that we don't really do things by halves, and once we get an idea we run with it and within a month we uh we had a domain a brewery name and ambitions to uh, open our own brewery so if this seems familiar then i apologize this is the audio from the video that we put out when we released the beer i had a mate come around last night and he saw the beer in my fridge and was like dude you ripped you ripped off call of duty and i'm like dude do you not even look at facebook so, so this guy had absolutely no idea that we'd done this beer so i'm assuming with this episode that some people are going to know we did it, some people aren't, so I'm going to play the full two minutes and 40 seconds bit of audio here. The funny thing about this video is for two minutes and 40 seconds, we did three days of filming with a crew of six people and a director in two different states in Australia. It was freaking crazy. Like We were like, okay, so we're doing this beer. All of a sudden, we had this crew around us doing photo shoots and videos and three full days of shooting to create this video, so... This little tiny bit of audio here is what resulted out of all of that effort. So I'm sorry if you have to listen to it twice, but hopefully it's worth it. So we were contacted by Activision and at first we weren't really sure what to think. We kind of didn't know if it was real. And at the time I was just shaking my head thinking, oh, this is spam. Why didn't the spam pick it up? But it turns out they just wanted to have a chat and uh, before we knew it, one thing led to another and we agreed to brew brew a beer together. We obviously knew it would be the sort of beer that people would drink while playing the game. So, I mean, it had to be black, obviously. But the big challenge was we're coming into an Australian summer, so this beer couldn't necessarily taste black. So we wanted that pale ale type of style, um, and Govs came up with the idea of using midnight weed in the beer to give it that black look, but with the same pale ale flavours. This midnight pale ale started where all our beers start, in my garage, um, tinking around on some old kegs I've cut up to, to make a homebrew setup. So that's where I, I usually do my test recipes. Tastes exactly the way we hoped it would. It's um, low on roasty bitterness. It doesn't taste black. We've put it in black bottles, actually. So I would, I would guess a, a number of the punters wouldn't even know that it is black. For me, it reminds me of like a, a nice summery pale ale. You pour it into a glass and it pours almost as black as night. So it messes with your mind a little bit, kind of like the Black Ops 3 storyline. Keeping this partnership a secret was really hard for us. So we love sharing all the information about starting this brewery, every last detail from our recipes down to meeting with investors and all those calls. We share absolutely everything. That's like our thing. But this one has been under lock and key for six months and that's been really hard. I've got some good mates that are, that are really big into, into gaming. We play a lot online, so not being able to tell them has really, really eaten me up inside, but I can't wait to have a beer with them over it. Yeah, I'm a big gamer. I'm an old school gamer. I played video games for as long as I could remember. If I didn't become a brewer, I probably would have become a professional gamer, I reckon. I'd like to think that I'm a better player than Eddie, but I'm sure he has the same opinion about me. I guess he would talk himself up, but it's, it's not true. I'm definitely a better player than Govzy. It's a beer that we've had a lot of fun making. 
Oh, the beer's incredible. I mean, I love pale ale. It's really, it, it smells and tastes like a pale ale and looks beautiful and dark and I think people are going to love it. It's incredible. Yeah, we, we've, we've created a product with Activision that, that we're incredibly proud of. It's amazing. So this got a, a huge amount of attention. It, it was kind of crazy. We got 20,000 plus views on YouTube and I don't know how many on Facebook, thousands, tens of thousands. Um, we were on Channel 9 News and in the paper and on these massive gaming sites and it, it, was, it was a crazy week or, week or two there. Um, but what we wanted to do was reach out to our community of, of core people who follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and on our blog and ask what were the questions that they had about how this whole thing came about. And we've got people who follow us from beer people to gaming people to entrepreneurship people now who are interested in business. And it's cool to answer all of these questions in the one episode. So we've got six or seven questions here. I had a chat to Eddie and Govs. Here's the first one. The first question came from Brendan Clark on Twitter, and he wanted to know how long did this process take from when we first got the concept to when we launched the beer? So it was almost six months from, from when they first contacted us to when we actually released the beer. It was like three months of like back and forth on email, right? And it was, were, you, were you like phoning them? or Every day. So I was on the phone to um, MEC, the marketing arm of Activision, um, and Activision, yeah, literally nearly every day. Um, and that, was, that went on for months. So that was the process of... Um, Discussing the logistics, like how are we actually physically going to make this beer, how are we going to distribute it, um, what's it going to look like, what's it going to be called, and what um, other legalities around, you know, manufacturing a uh, a large quantity of beer and distributing it through like a joint venture. So these were like a whole heap of things that we had to look into, and it took a lot of time. And then there was also the behind the scenes of getting the approval through the various levels of Activision, obviously being a international super massive company, there's a lot of levels of legalities that have to be approved on, um, not just in Australia, but in the US and in Europe. So that, that took months, um, getting together, not really contacts, more so like agreements for us to use each other's um, branding on the product and that we're all aware of who was in charge of what and who owned what intellectual property and yeah from when we actually got all that out of the way to actually making the beer it was only about four weeks yeah and it was funny because you were like dealing with a lot of it and me and eddie i mean eddie was probably doing more than i was i was just like fuck this is cool fuck this is cool um <laughs> but but then it was like that that weekend in sydney when we did the filming it was just like shit just took off it was it was like this is actually real and when we did the conference call over in china when they rung up and they're like oh this is what we're doing we're like wow this actually is real once we got yeah, once we kind of signed off on the the product and the the design and and how we we're actually going to distribute it, it, it all started to happen really quickly. And um, yeah, it was it was pretty intense <laughs> for the last kind of probably six to eight weeks of um, leading up to the distribution of the beer. All right, so Esther Anderson, who um, came to us through my Facebook group, her question was. What was the amount of control you had to relinquish over publicity? Did they come to you with the sweet deal or did you have any say over the promotion advertising? And, and I think, I don't know, maybe Eddie, you could talk to that. I, I think like it feels to me like we kind of didn't have to do a whole lot. Like we had the support of their media agency and they hooked up most of the 
like the photo shoots and the interviews for magazines and shit like that. Yeah, they took control of the marketing side of it and all the branding. It's it's ultimately their their images all over the packaging. I think I think our our main role in it was to to come up with a suitable beer and make it relevant and make it um make it I guess work for both parties involved. Yeah, and in the end like that that was like that was significant for us because like not only did we get a beer that was showcased on Channel 9 News and shit like that, we also got a beer that is being really well received by actual craft beer people. Yeah, absolutely, and, like, yeah. It wasn't really that we, we kind of sat back and, and didn't have an involvement. It was quite a, a secret project for everyone involved right until the very end. And Activision also wanted this beer not to be kind of marketed by them, but the story to come out just before the beer is about to be released and for the public to, to share the story. And that's exactly what happened, you know, they put together a great press release for us that we helped help do, but um, the, the story travelled quite organically, I think, and you know, made around the world without either company really kind of you know advertising to say about it. Yeah, I, fuck, I just think I just got distracted, but I got an email from my dad today because I was just thinking about the beer. Just to let you know, I got my case of beer. It's very good, quite interesting. Looking at a glass of black stuff and then tasting it, very nice pale ale. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Pretty good. That's the that's the um, yeah, kind of response we're looking for. Yeah. So we had a question from Mitch Laidley who came through our Instagram account. Are you selling shirts and other merch? Have Call of Duty given you permission to use the soldiers? Yeah. So all the IP or, or the branding from Activision and Treyarch and, and the Call of Duty, um, they're all registered trademarks around the world. So we couldn't just slap them on the on the bottle without having um, some pretty tight agreements in place. But they were relatively straightforward and we were actually able to contribute a lot towards those agreements. It wasn't like we were given a document here, sign this initial here. We actually contributed a lot because we were also wanting to make sure that we protected our own branding. Um, obviously, we're using our name and, and stuff on the on the beer. So it was important that it was quite mutual and that um, we were both happy with how it went. And I was quite surprised that for such a big company, they, they were relatively cool about it and, and understanding and they weren't pushy about any of the kind of legal branding stuff at all. It was just straightforward, like, here's the agreement. We're allowed to use it on the label. Basically, an agreement that continues until either one of us says no more. So it was, um, yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah, and they put some of our stuff, obviously our names our names on there, but they've got our website on the back and... Yeah, yeah. So you can definitely see it's it's a Black Ops beer and an Activision beer. Like, but to answer that question, I, we can't sell T-shirts. Exactly right. We, we, we don't have exclusive right to, to their brand to sell a whole bunch of shit. Otherwise, yeah. we would have had a, a range of kids' lunchboxes and shit out by now. We'd have a whole new fucking business. Fuck opening a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trevor Sather. He's another one from my Facebook group. Um, when, <laughs> when do you start exporting to Europe? Is the important one, but also how is your experience with WP Curve? So this is this, this, his question is basically has has my experience with a, I guess an online business helped Black Ops um, and this project. So I don't I don't know. I could probably have a crack at answering that. I think I was able to get a little bit of attention for what we're doing, but it's it's not like the attention I could get is really in our target market. So it was kind of like a whole bunch of extra tweets, but it, I don't know if it necessarily helps us too much, but it probably doesn't hurt. That's that's probably how I would answer that question. Yeah, I, I would say what you've brought to it has definitely brought attention in massive ways in the right direction. I think just the messages we get on a day-to-day basis, evidence of that. But like that whole conversation when we first spoke to Activision came about because I think it was someone read our blog down in Sydney or someone had drunk our beer or 
looked into our blog or something or other. But there was some reference to the blog back then. And yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's what you're driving. I think, like, we, probably on our, our social networks, it's not like we've had this massive boom of followers and, and likers and, and, and things like that. But it's been steady and we definitely have had uh, an increase. But I found that just talking to people in the community, a lot of people know about it. A lot of people have heard about it from someone. And they may not have jumped on on Facebook and followed us, but... Um, just chatting with people every day. They're like, oh, yeah, I heard about that or I saw it on the news or, or a friend of mine told me about it. So it's definitely a, a story that has spread quite further than just the, the social kind of networks would maybe reflect. Yeah. That's, that's probably an, an interesting thing. Like, did, did you guys think we would get, like, shitloads more followers on social media as a result of this than we actually did? I, I kind of was hoping that we didn't because I, I didn't want, like this message to go out onto a gaming website and all of a sudden we've got 100,000 gamers following us that they don't really like beer. It was just a gimmick for them. Um, and that, I don't think that happened. I think out of everyone, the, the, like the people that have followed us seem to be engaging us and commenting about the beer. Um, so I, I think we got the audience that we wanted. It, it wasn't huge, but it was definitely steady and it, it seems to keep going. Like We're, we're getting check-ins every day people tagging us in photos on the beer. So we, I think we got the, the audience that we wanted out of it. Mm. We didn't get X-Minx, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that put the photo up? Yeah. Didn't tag us, though. That's not the one you tagged me in, does, right? I didn't no, that was me. I tagged you. <laughs> Don't tag me in that shit. I've got to get work done. I lost fucking hours. We've got a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. There you go. Go to blackops.com.au forward slash five, are we? And we'll link to that Instagram video in the show notes, and there goes your day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were talking before, guys, about, like, how we don't want all the gamers following us, but at the same time, it is, like, that is kind of part of it. Yeah. Like, getting getting a craft beer out to people who don't. Ordinarily drink it. We've thrown a black beer into people's hands that may not even drink beer, and they're, they're fucking liking it. Who was the chick on Instagram that I'm um, sorry on YouTube who was who was giving us that review? Aussie gamer chick. Oh, she got like thirty thousand subscribers. That was so cool. She was just drinking it, and she's like, "Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good." And then she like talked about it for like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, and, and like she straight up before she opens it, I'm pretty sure she said, "I don't even like beer, but I don't I'm even drink shot. beer. Beer just tastes like beer." It was awesome. It was perfect. So here's a couple of audio clips from the gaming community that tried the beer. If you guys have watched my previous unboxing video, you would have known I unboxed a Black Ops 3 beer. So just before I get into that, I'm going to grab a beer out of this juggernaut fridge. Um, and I'm going to taste test this and drink it while I play this game. So this is the beer. It's available in uh, Australia only. So if you're from the US, uh, that's not too great. Um, and I'll have a link in the description. It's, it's very limited edition. Um, so I don't know if there's still any left, but if you guys are keen to get some, there's a link in the description if they have any left. So without further ado, let's, ooh, let's taste this. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, ah, that's really nice actually. It's got so many different flavors that hit you. It's so weird, but so good. It's bitter, but it's not. It's got like a, I don't know how to explain it, but like a flowery taste to it. Like flowers. Um, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's nice though. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, so that's not going to be too bad of a beer. 
to <laughs> drink while we play Black Ops, I think. So nice job at the guys at local crew from Queensland. Um, yeah, they did a pretty good job. That's really, that's, that's, it's definitely, like, I'm not much of a beer drinker. It's a taste that I haven't tasted before. Like, usually beer to me tastes just like beer. Like, all the different types of beer just taste the same to me. This tastes completely different, but not in, like, a bad way. And then there was these guys off the huge gaming website IGN. Uh, it's beer. Yeah. Not just beer. Black hops beer. Mm. Uh, You know, kind of tied into Call of Duty. Apparently, uh, there's a... Craft some craft brewers on the Gold Coast here in Australia. Yes, who have Black Hops uh, Brewing was it called? Yeah, Black Hops Brewing. Yeah, um, and and because no triple A Christmas release is complete without a beer. Uh, this yeah, year. without a themed beer. It's just like yeah. next year there won't be a single game release without a dinosaur in it. This year, this uh, Christmas, it's true. It's true. Uh, Cam, shall we unbox the beer? Yeah, so, uh, by the way, Black Hops, so it's a midnight pale ale, uh-huh. which I've never heard of before, but it is, uh, it's it's a thing apparently. Okay, no, so I've never heard of it. I've been told it's a bit more of a caramelly kind of uh, floral, but also Ooh, kind of, yeah, caramel da. kind of, I don't know, tobacco notes or anything, but oh, okay. we'll find out. I like pale ale. Yeah. Um, okay, in the box, it's beer. <laughs> it's more, it's more yeah. beer. Working in video games. It's just, it, it pays for itself. Nice. Okay, here goes nothing. To Black Hops. <laughs> to unboxings. <laughs> unboxings. The finest video content there is on the web. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not bad. That's delicious. I'll put that in my face hole. <laughs> no questions asked. It's, it's kind of dark. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. It's like, I prefer a sort of a... The, yeah, I mean, I like pale ales. Anyway, it's not bad. On the subject of the fact that every game has a beer uh, this Christmas, uh, look out for IGN's new uh, beer microsite where we just review <laughs> them all <laughs> yeah. as an excuse to drink them. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's like the crossover. It's like, it's like that they did their research and knew that the game was like craft beer and we, we needed to brew something that the craft beer people would like, but also the gamers would get something new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you don't always, I think, expect uh, a collaboration of this sort to be of great quality, if you know what I mean. Quite normally, it's, you know, just marketing tools to, to promote, a, promote a product or promote something else. And um, I really think we got some good quality beer in the bottles for this one. And that surprised a lot of people, I think. Mm. Uh, Matthew McGavin, McGavin. So he, so he asked, like, how did the whole story go down? Which we kind of answered, but um, I guess the, the the other part is the challenges of getting it done in such a large batch in that time period. So that's really a question about how we brewed it and how how we, especially I guess without a brewery. Yeah, so uh, brewing a, a batch of beer that big for Black Hops is is, is huge. Like it's it's much bigger than anything we've brewed before. Me personally, as a brewer, it's it's a volume that I'm, I'm very comfortable with. I've brewed for years on systems that size. So scaling our, our pilot batch up to the the size that we did for Call of Duty beer, it wasn't too much of a challenge. It's, it's, it's probably as much of a challenge as, you know, just the day-to-day scaling of our recipes. It wasn't something that was completely new to me. So I didn't really feel too uncomfortable with that. It was probably coordinating all the, the packaging and um, 
the design and making sure everything was going to arrive on time and, and just coordinating the logistics of it, making sure that we'd have the beer to the warehouse in time for the launch. So just in case people people don't realise, we, we didn't brew this at our own brew. We brewed it at Brew Pack in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, and this was a brewery you, you knew about. Yeah, so... We, we knew how much we wanted to brew. We knew what the volume size was going to be. I was aware of a number of places that offered that service, and, and Brewpack was one of them. And so I, I started, I asked a few brewer mates of mine that have brewed at various places like that, um, what experience they would had, and um, I got a lot of good feedback about Brewpack, and um, that kind of pushed me in the direction of you know, going and working with those guys. Well, it's been cool. It's been a fucking trip. It'll be something we look back on for sure. And I got a free PlayStation out of it, so my kids are happy and they're getting a good Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome. I think you know, we've we've learned a hell of a lot about brewing beer and um, scaling and, and talking to lawyers, brewing and, and talking to lawyers, bottling. We've learned about you know sharing intellectual property and kind of having those agreements. I think people have a lot more respect for us. Like we're not just some gypsy brewers who brew 50 litres of beer once a week. We, you know, we're capable of producing 5,000 litres of beer and, and distributing Australia-wide and doing it well. And then and then a whole, a whole bunch of people like reached out to us to do beers for, I probably can't say who, but everyone's like, I've got this connection, you should do a beer for this. And then I've, I've got this other connection, you should do a beer for this. That was kind of crazy. But I think, like, like we need to get back to work and actually build this brewery. Yeah, we've, we've got a brewery to open and, and um, our own beers to brew, so that'll be definitely our focus. And, but we've, we've also had a lot of bars that haven't bought from us previously buy from us, you know, approach us and say, we want your beer now. So it's, it's definitely had a big, big effect, and I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll keep growing. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Head over to blackhops.com.au forward slash five for the show notes and all the links and things we talked about on this episode. And we'll see you guys next week.